Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. This week I talked to Millie. She's seven years old and lives in the UK. Her favorite color is yellow and her favorite food is candy kittens. We're going to build the talking skill of communication. The human ability to communicate with each other, be it in person, on the phone, over social media and so on, is what leads to shared stories, inspiration, and motivation. Every day there are more people in the world and more connections between us all. So there's huge power in leveraging this if you can communicate well with them. So let's listen in on our chat. Okay, great. So Millie, I've got a communication question here for you. And it is, how do you describe a car to an alien? How do you describe a car to an alien? Bearing in mind, this alien has probably never seen a car before, but you have many times. So how do you describe a car to an alien? Well, first to an alien, I would say that a car is something that you can get in and move around to different places faster than you can walk. Um, then I would um say that um show um talk to him about the steering wheel and how you need to you need to um use the steering wheel to drive the car and uh, i would um, but the first thing I would tell him if I if I showed him a car, I would I would say that it is a car. Otherwise, he could think it was something else, or like a tree. Wow! So I, I love that answer, Millie. So you you talked about 
three different but all really important things, right? So first of all, you said this is a car, right? So you put you put a label to it, right? So you actually kind of educated them as to like the vocabulary to use. This is a car, um, and then you also talked about like why you need a car. The example you gave was because it's quicker to get around compared to walking. And and then you you sort of start to describing like what it actually looks like, right? With the steering wheel and how it works, you turn the steering wheel to turn the car. And it's all like three, so it's three very different things, aren't they? Sort of, what is it called? What's it used for? And, and how does it work? Um, which is brilliant. And, and actually, I'd, I'd love for you to continue that, right? Like what are other ways of talking about a car? Um, because if you just left me with that, if I was alien, I I might think that um, uh, I might think that a bicycle is a car, right? Because bicycles are quicker than walking. Bicycles have like something that you can steer to turn, right? Um, bicycles have wheels, right? So how would you keep telling me about a car to to make it really clear in my head what a car is? I would say that a car has a foot pedal and if you press the foot pedal you use a steering wheel um, and um, you can you can drive but if you put your, get, put your foot off the pedal you, your car will stop. Okay, um, so but then you know it could be a quad bike seen these quad bikes like these um these big four wheel kind of things you can sit on and there's like there's pedals that make it go yeah and right? i'd also say um <laughs> that a car um a car is in the shape of a semicircle and it has four wheels um and it has one at the front and um, wait no two at the front and two at the back and I would also tell them um, that a car has seats that you can sit in, and, and it's um, and a and and car and and um, I've seen lots of cars with two seats. But I haven't actually seen the car with one seat. Yeah, that would maybe be more like a, a racing car. Um, but no, listen, that, that was great. You've, so you're starting to really explain the difference there to, to a car versus a bike and a car versus a quad bike. Um, and a car versus a motorbike. And a car versus a motorbike. Yeah, that's very true. Um, one thing you haven't mentioned, though, is like what, you know, what's, what's that thing that over, over your head in a car? Oh, and, and the thing over your head in the car is a roof. A roof. Why do you need a roof? Bikes don't have roofs. It's fine, isn't it? Um, well, um, one reason is because um, if um, you had a car crash and it made your car flip over, if you didn't have a roof. It would protect you better in an accident, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. and also you need a seat belt if you're going into a car. Right, right, for safety, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, so, very good. Sorry, keep going. 
So, um, if um, you didn't wear a seatbelt, um, what if the car made a sudden stop and your window was open and you didn't have a seatbelt on, you could go flying out of the car? <laughs> oh, no, you'd get some fresh air then, wouldn't you, on your way to the curb? <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's very true. So, listen, that's, um, that's a really good description of what a car is and how it is different to other um, bikes, etc. How do they make you feel, right? Let's talk about like the emotions of humans who drive the cars. How do cars make you feel? Oh, um, well, um, there was a car journey that I had um, and it was on Saturday and that car journey um, was for about 10 hours. And when I um, was, so when I was in the car for 10 hours, the, um, I, I felt car sick. So in a car, people can feel car sick if there's a really, if there's a long journey. So you can feel car sick um, if it's a long journey. Uh, why, why is that, by the way? What is it? Do you, do you, do you get bike sick? Or can you get uh, car sick? Can you only no. get car sick? Or what is it? You get car sick. Hmm. Um, that's you as a passenger in the car, right? What, what if you're driving the car? How, how does it make a driver feel? Well, if you're driving it for a long time, you might feel a bit, you might feel tired of driving. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like, you know, to this alien, it kind of sounds like going by car is not very nice, right? Um, it makes you sick, could make you tired. Um, you need like safety belts and things to prevent you from having an accident. So, you know, it sounds like maybe it's even a bit dangerous. Um, is that right? Like this, this alien is now maybe thinking, hmm, cars don't seem like a very good idea. Um, but, um, if, um, but car, but, um, cars, um, uh, also, um, uh, uh, you don't actually have to, um, 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 pedal and, it isn't as tiring because you just have to sit down, but then your but then your hands might get a bit tired if you're the driver. Right. So I think what you're doing is you're describing the benefits of going by car compared to going by bike. Right. You're telling me why it's better to go by car than it is to go by bike because with a car you can just hold the pedal down, and you whereas with a bike you get tired cycling. Is that what you're saying, Millie? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. So I, I like where you're going with this. And, and in fact, to take it a little bit further, why, why don't we sort of summarize to this alien all the different forms of transportation available to us, right? Like, so what are all the different ways we can travel? Not just cars and bikes, but all the different ways we can travel. How would you summarize that for this alien? Well, we could travel by bus. 
and you can travel by and you can walk and you can run mm -hmm. and anywhere else any any how else that you can travel you can travel by boat yeah any 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 other way uh you could travel by motorbike mm -hmm. can you go in the air oh you could drive by um a helicopter and you could drive by by a plane right so this alien is quite excited about things that fly because you know he's come to earth on a spaceship so he kind of gets the idea of flying in the air um and and he's heard that you know things that fly just go a lot quicker right like if you fly in in what do you call them helicopters here on earth you can go quite yeah. quickly um so so everybody must do that right everybody has a helicopter i'm sure because it's so quick and fast not everybody i oh. don't have a helicopter why why not it seems to be the quickest way Well, um, my, my mum and dad said that, uh, that, um, we can't actually buy it because it, because it costs a lot of money because they're really good. Ah, okay. So helicopters are quite expensive. Okay. But if, if you're really rich and you could afford a helicopter, do you think that you would buy one and use that to? to go to the shops to get your bread and milk? Oh, no, but um, if you are having a helicopter, um, um, you, can, you can't actually land in the middle of the road. You have to land on, land on a runway. So, like you, can't, so like, you can't fly a helicopter to the shops. Um, you have to fly up high to far places, and then you'd have to land at an airport where there, there, there's a runway. Ah, okay. Well, then how do you get to the shops from that runway? But there is no runway at the shop, so you can't get to the shops on a helicopter. Oh, you can't get there. All right. So a helicopter, while being really quick and fast, has some drawbacks. Huh? It sounds like it's pretty expensive and you actually, you can't fly everywhere. You can't land wherever you want. Um, you can only land in certain places. So that's helpful. That's helpful for this uh, for this alien because you know he's trying to figure out how to uh, travel around the country. So, so that that's very helpful, Millie. That you told him all about cars uh, because that you know cars are quite popular. And then you summarised a little bit about bikes and trains and buses and boats and and even helicopters. Oh, trains! Yeah, I forgot about those. <laughs> um, Good stuff, Millie. So that was um, how to describe a car to an alien. And again, I, I love the very, very, very first thing that you said, right? You, you sort of said, look, this is a car because you really want him to learn that, that word. And you said, this is why people use it to get around. It's a lot quicker than walking. And this is kind of how it looks and what's it got, you know, the steering wheel, the four wheels, the, the roof, uh, et cetera. And then you talked about the different types of, um, of transportation, right? The different ways of getting around, not just cars, but bikes and buses and planes and boats, etc. So good stuff, really well done.
So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.